Good evening, Shadow Summit Paranormal Research Lab. This is Sirian speaking. May I know the purpose of your call? Hi, Sirian. My name is Sandra. I'm calling in relation to some peculiar occurrences experienced during a recent camping trip. All of us are quite alarmed, and we hope you might be able to shed some light on these events. Of course, Sandra. I'd be glad to help. Could you please share the specifics of the incident? Certainly, Sirian. It happened in the summer of 2021 in the vast woodlands near my town. There were four of us, all having a pleasant time initially until, well, until things started going awry. You see, we each experienced strange moments when time inexplicably seemed to advance swiftly. A missing time, if you will. Watches, clocks, everything zipped ahead by hours. It was as if we blanked out, losing large chunks of time, with no memory of what happened during those missing hours. I understand, Sandra. In trying to comprehend the full breadth of the situation, may I ask you to provide a detailed sequence of events? Yes, here goes. Just when dusk turned to night, we spotted an unidentified aerial phenomenon. To our astonished eyes, it appeared to be a gleaming orb, exhibiting maneuvers that defied any mortal aircraft capabilities. After we returned home, haunting night terrors started becoming a common occurrence amongst us. We all dreamt of unfamiliar humanoid creatures, entities of indiscernible form and language. It's been quite upsetting. It certainly sounds disconcerting, Sandra. To get further insight into this event, I need some additional details. Do you recall the exact time it happened? Did any family member experience such phenomena in the past? How was the weather that day and anything in particular about the settings that you think relevant? As accurately as we remember, the first missing time happened round about dusk, around 8 p.m., I think. None of our family members have ever experienced such a phenomenon. The weather that day was typical for a summer evening. All right, Sandra. Were there other abnormal occurrences or observations either before, during, or after the event? Following that camping trip, we've been grappling with elusive memories of meeting those aberrant entities. We sought professional help and went under hypnosis to recall what happened. Under trance, we retrieved memories of a shared encounter with those beings. Every one of us believes that we've had an encounter, possibly abduction. Sandra, was anyone else aware of your camping trip? Did anyone notice anything unusual or share a different perspective than yourselves? We did confess our experiences to a few close friends, but there was an older man who lives on the outskirts of the woods he mentioned something about seeing a blazing star around the same time as our experience. Interesting, Sandra. Let me share details about two similar accounts that happened in the past. The first is the famous Betty and Barney Hill abduction, which occurred in 1961. Just like what you and your friends witnessed, Betty and Barney Hill were traveling at night when they saw a shining object in the sky and experienced a sudden lapse in time. Later, under hypnosis, they both gave similar descriptions of being abducted by non-human entities. Those encounters sound eerily similar. Oh my goodness, does this mean we've experienced something similar? That could very well be, Sandra. I've personally come across a somewhat similar situation once during my research in Ireland. An entire village reported experiencing a massive missing time event, followed by strange dreams and sightings of inexplicable aerial phenomena. It's all so overwhelming, Sirian. Um, what do you suggest we do next? Firstly, Sandra, I recommend you and your friends keep documenting these experiences. Try to jot down as many details as you can recall. 
It would also be beneficial to record your dreams, however bizarre or obscure they may seem. If psychological distress continues, therapy can be beneficial. A lot of people find comfort in forming or joining groups with similar experiences to share stories and lend support. Syrian, given the gravity of these events, would it be possible for you or someone from your lab to come down here and investigate the area? I think we, Lake Jacobville folks, could use some understanding of what exactly we're dealing with. Sandra, I absolutely understand your concern. I'll discuss this with my colleagues at the lab and we'll consider our next steps. Thank you for reaching out. Sharing such experiences takes courage. We'll stay in touch, Sandra, and we'll let you know what we decide. Please take care. I appreciate your time, Syrian. Thanks. Syrian, you mentioned a new case involving an incidence of missing time. Could you expand upon this? Certainly, Victoria. A group of four friends experienced a time discrepancy during a camping trip. To them, time seemed to move much faster than it should, causing them to lose hours unaccounted for. They also spotted an unidentified aerial phenomenon and have experienced unsettling dreams since. This sounds reminiscent of abduction stories, the presence of an unidentified object, missing time and the subsequent nightmares. Could it be a case of psychological contagion where one person's delusion spreads to others? That is a likely explanation, Victoria, but we mustn't discount the possibility of an external influence causing these symptoms, like exposure to a particular substance or strong electromagnetic fields. Good points, both. Interestingly, this event occurred far from civilization, which may rule out exposure to industrial substances or equipment causing strong magnetic fields. There was a case I read about, the infamous Allison incident. The event was similar, but had a rational explanation. It was later found out that local magnetic anomaly caused electrical disturbances, leading to strange behavior among the locals. True, but our case seems to diverge quite a bit from the Allison incident. The nightmares and visions of alien beings experienced by our callers are new elements. Or are they merely psychological consequences of extreme fear or confusion? Actually, in the Allison incident, some residents reported experiencing bizarre dreams following the event, although they didn't specifically mention encounters with non-human entities. Noteworthy. In our call, I think the mention of an older man observing a blazing star is significant. What's your view, Syrian? Yes, Victoria. Independent witnesses are vital when assessing these cases. This third party who was detached from the group adds weight to the sighting of the strange aerial phenomenon. There could be multiple explanations for what this blazing star might be. A meteor, a flare, or even a distant aircraft. But combining it with the synchronized time loss by the camping group, it's tough not to suspect something out of the ordinary. We need more data. Documentation of these experiences, dream records, past family history, meteorological data, and a check for any geological anomalies at the location would be pertinent. I agree with Syrian. We need hard facts. How about we start by collecting more information from the campers and contacting that witness mentioned in the call? Absolutely. A field visit might be in the offing once we've gathered preliminary data. Syrian, your experience with such cases is paramount. You should lead the way on this. Absolutely. I'll initiate contact and start compiling information. Let's reconvene once we've got more to discuss. Thank you for your insights. Day one.
The first seed of curiosity was planted by the phone call last night. A case of missing time, an aerial phenomenon, and nightmares filled with otherworldly beings were the tantalizing ingredients of this peculiar narrative. What drew me in wasn't just the unique nature of the case, but the inclusion of an independent witness, an old man who had seen a blazing star. Plumbing as I do the depths of mankind's ancient stories for everyday reality, I knew this could become a tale worth unraveling. Armed with a purpose, brimming with questions and hypotheses, my journey began. I was en route to the wilderness from Pennsylvania, forsaking civilization in search of answers. There was an understanding that what awaited was beyond the grasp of industrial interference. The landscape itself seemed like an unsolvable riddle, encapsulating eons of history within itself. Infinite miles of rustling trees, broken only by streams meandering through the terrain. Peaceful, yes, but it wasn't hard to imagine how darkness could inject tendrils of terror into this tranquility. During my conversation with the campers, their narratives echoed the trembling fear, the confusion of lost time, and the numbing shock of the encounter with the unknown. I made note of every minute detail. One of them vividly described a dream wherein he was floating amidst stars, meeting eyes with creatures beyond human comprehension. My visit also included meeting the old man, who lived a solitary life in a quaint cabin. His account of the blazing star was potent enough to dismiss it as a mere meteor or distant aircraft. There was something other about it. Day two. In anticipation, I had imagined a multitude of scenarios, but nothing quite like this. The old man, who initially seemed genuine, had a story of his own. Tucked away in his rustic cabin, he revealed a diary dating back to his youth, a diary that bore accounts of similar blazing stars and peculiar happenings. This development invited a barrage of questions. What did it mean? Could it be that he had encountered similar incidents before, or were these the delusions of a lonely old man? My heart raced with excitement and uncertainty, a feeling quite familiar in my line of work. Fetching the electromagnetic field meter from my toolkit, I ventured once again into the wilderness, this time accompanied by the old man. His diary served as our guide. The device gradually picked up erratic readings as we closed in on the described location, a secluded clearing where the campers reported their mysterious experience. Kneeling on the forest floor, I carefully extracted a soil sample from the clearing, destined for lab analysis. However, the biggest revelation came when our portable spectral analyzer picked up abnormally high readings of cosmic radiation. This was my aha moment, the missing piece of the puzzle. The findings, the stories, the unexplained mystery, they all intertwined into an almost coherent yet haunting conclusion. Could exposure to cosmic radiation during a potential meteor event have initiated altered subconscious states, interpreting lost time and vivid dreams? The pieces were fitting together perfectly, but, as often happens in these tales, the final picture was still riddled with inexplicable shadows. Our investigation wrapped up when the dark forest canopy peered menacingly into the orange glow of the setting sun. The wilderness was once again sedated into quietude, keeping its secrets locked away for another day. We retreated, leaving behind a terrain of enigmatic tales and undeciphered signals. My expedition in the wilderness ended, leaving me with more questions than answers. Questions that would require rigorous scientific analysis, and yet some that would inevitably remain unanswered. My fascination with this case only deepened, destined to be one of many haunting entries in the annals of my field research journey. Soon, I would share this riveting adventure with my colleagues, unfolding yet another chapter of the inexplicable and the unfamiliar.
Good afternoon. The field report I'm about to share has all the elements of folklore stories from my homeland mixed with both scientific intrigue and unexplainable phenomena. It involves multiple witnesses claiming encounters with unidentified aerial phenomena, experiences of missing time and nightmares of humanoid beings in a rural, secluded location. That's quite a provocative introduction, Syrian. These claims resonate with a concept in psychology known as folia deux, essentially shared psychosis. A shared hallucination could explain these collective experiences. And of course, we could consider more natural explanations, hallucinogenic substances, the influence of alcohol or drugs, or even the effect of strong electromagnetic fields on the human brain. Those are all valid methodical observations. However, the event occurred far from civilization in a rural setting, which makes the involvement of substances unlikely. As for electromagnetic fields, we can't rule that out just yet. True. Nature itself can produce such fields. But the addition of collective nightmares adds an element of psychological intrigue. I agree, Jensen. And there's an interesting side note. That is certainly interesting, but we should approach this scientifically. The old man might assign superstitious meaning to meteor showers or even airplane lights. You're absolutely right, Victoria. And I have planned to retrieve more data in forms of experiences, dream records, and to check for geological anomalies. A field visit would help us better understand the situation. An EMF meter, soil samples, a weather report from the day of occurrence. All these could add valuable information. The field visit was profoundly revealing. The old man showed me a diary from his youth, containing records of similar incidents. He guided me through the woods to the clearing where the campers encountered the phenomena. Electromagnetic anomalies were recorded, along with an unusual level of cosmic radiation. Cosmic radiation? That's intriguing. Could it be a possible explanation for the shared experiences and missing time? That does tie nicely with the idea of the electromagnetic fields affecting the brain. Perhaps exposure to short bursts of concentrated cosmic radiation can induce altered states of reality. That's a theory. As usual, there is much to ponder, much to analyze. This case has surely tested the boundaries of conventional scientific understanding. Despite the data, there remain unexplained variables, inexplicable shadows. As always, Syrian. But that's what makes this work truly fascinating, the enigma of the unknown. It just shows us how much we still have to learn. Indeed, Victoria and Jensen. Thank you for your insightful observations. It's back to my thinking board for now, but we'll certainly reconnect soon with my findings and conclusions. The question that persisted in my consciousness since the field visit was around the recorded high levels of cosmic radiation. We had initially discussed electromagnetism as a plausible cause for the shared experiences of missing time and nightmares, but cosmic radiation was an unforeseen and intriguing addition. It nagged at me persistently, the whispering voice that expressed itself as a single thought. Had we underestimated the impact of cosmic radiation on the human psyche? Given these sequence of events and substantiating evidence, I am now prepared to declare this case closed for three main reasons. Reason 1. Independent accounts of the blazing star from multiple witnesses lend legitimacy to the claim, revealing it to be a meteor event. Reason 2. The repeatedly high levels of cosmic radiation detected at the site and the recurring meteor showers suggest an astronomical rather than an ominous origin relating to the time loss and unsettling dreams. 
Reason 3. The stories from the old man's diary present an annual pattern correlating with known meteor shower schedules, supporting the theory of a natural cosmic event rather than a paranormal anomaly.